You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 87, we have Clara Mawid back. Um, how do you describe yourself? Do you call yourself a marketer? Do you call yourself... I, I was gonna. I should have asked you beforehand. Putting me on the spot right now. Yeah, um, like how what? Do I? Yeah, what do I mean say? for sure. Right marketer? now, definitely a, a marketer. Yeah, because yeah. right now you are a marketing manager and yes. copywriter and exactly. all that fun stuff. Yeah. So, um, in case you are new, you come back on the first Saturday of every month. That's Although right. I think sometimes I put you on Monday because you're like more like a confidence. So I was like, we're gonna give a nice little Monday boost to this. So either the first Saturday or the first Monday, I think we're going to stick with Saturdays now for all of my interviews that I have lined up. You are the first one of this month, so you should feel very honored. I do. You're preceding a lot of awesome people. And you're in my new video that you haven't seen yet because I haven't posted it. Um, you, I have a little thing I say, uh, All I have world-class guests, and you're on there. Oh, man. Okay, you yeah. have to show me that um, afterwards. Yeah, I will. It's like kind of long, so maybe while I'm making dinner. Why are... Okay. <laughs> And, and we're spiraling already. But we're going to start off this episode mm-hmm. well, a little bit differently than we usually do um, because you read a book yes, recently. Yes, I'm reading a book. Oh, sorry, actually. reading a book. I've gotten halfway through, but okay. I still feel very confident in recommending it. Okay. Um, and it's called The War on Art by Stephen Pressfield. Cool. Um, and I think it is something that anyone who is a creator of any kind should read. Okay. Um, it talks about... He defines it as the resistance. People can, mm-hmm. you know, define it in different ways. But I think the more you read, the more you'll resonate with it. Okay. Um, and it's this concept that, I mean, you like to create stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, this right? is an act of creation exactly. right now. Um, and you know that feeling that it's in the back of your mind. And you're like, I really need to do this thing. Like, mm-hmm. for me, was writing that book. I finished it last year. But right, wait, writing? When I was writing a book. Oh, when you were. Okay, yeah. okay. It was in the back. I, ne- I just need to sit down and write. I have the time, I have the ability, and you always find yourself doing everything but that Mm -hmm. when it's something that you want to do. So he describes that as the resistance. Interesting. Um, Okay. And it's, I think the best part about it is that it brings to light and it names this thing that everyone kind of is aware of Mm -hmm. and really calls you out on how you're not, how you're not confronting it. Okay. So that you are now able to go ahead and do that exact thing where you're going to be like, okay, now I know what's going on. Now I know how to handle this. Okay. And you talk, I know we were talking a little bit before, but you were talking about how it mentions excuses. Yes. And I thought it was very different. And because especially, I mean, we'll get to it, but yeah. just tell us a little bit about what it says about excuses. I feel it weird because I'm like interviewing you. <laughs> I just fell into like my interviewer hat, you, you know? You did. Very yeah. nicely, I, I have oh, to say. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, no, he, so one of the many things he talks about is excuses and what constitutes as an excuse. Okay. And a lot of them are objective and something that is really easy for us to know. Oh, mm-hmm. I have a full-time job. Oh, I have kids, right? Exactly. I can't, I don't have time for this. But he mentions a couple, which I think are very interesting and they need to be taken not with just a grain of salt. You need to actually sit down and think about it. Right. And the one that he, one of them that is stated that I really resonated with was um, chronic illness. Right. And I can't remember the exact phrasing that he, that he but it pretty much that's what it described. And that took me aback because <laughs> as someone who deals with chronic right. illness, I would have assumed everything but that would be an excuse. Exactly. Um, and then, so obviously I sat and I was, thinking about it for a while and I can completely relate to it. Mm-hmm. It's a tough pill to swallow yep. and there's an immediate disclaimer, not all 
chronic illnesses. Well, and, and there's a we're. It's not. This isn't a BuzzFeed article, right? This is this is a this is an in depth like introspective. This isn't like a black and white like you are lazy if you have a chronic illness. Like like right. no, this is not. This is not that kind of speech. This is like a more like. Anyway, we'll we'll get into yeah. it. But I just want to give that disclaimer. Like we're not like saying right, exactly. This isn't black. This isn't just a black and white thing. Right. Yeah, it's a fine line, and you don't want people to just automatically assume. But that was right. kind of the preface that made me really stop and think about, well, what does constitute as an excuse? Exactly. And how do I personally use my chronic illness mm-hmm. to either as an excuse in and of itself or to create excuses that really are very logical? Right. And see, the, I found I found it I found it funny when you were saying when you mentioned it, it said chronic illness, and I was just like, that's so weird because for the last week i think i think week especially especially like this year when i've kind of just been like looking forward to 2019 how i can improve and build something you know just you know looking at the year i was thinking about how i deal with the the flip side of the same coin where you you know deal with more physical um stuff and i have more mental Mm -hmm. (laughs) problems Which I've talked about uh, forever. Just Google my name. <laughs> right. It's the first things that come up. Um, and that's, you know, that's part of what I do. And I've realized, and I've been trying to tackle this because it's very sensitive, especially when dealing with young people, mm-hmm. especially like teenagers and middle schoolers. You tell them, oh, you're using your depression, your anxiety as an excuse. Like that's, that is, whew, that yeah. is not the best way to approach it, but I, and so I've been trying to think, like, how is there a different way to word it? Is there, like, a program? Is, what can I do to say this right? Because uh, there's one hand of it being, like, I have this thing at, that I didn't choose to have. Right. I didn't I didn't wake up and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm feeling kind of lazy. I guess I'll be depressed. Or, like, you'll wake up, like, ah, oh, I just, like, you know, I've, uh, whatever. I mean, all the stuff. <laughs> your stuff. Pick one. Yeah, yeah. pick one. Uh, and then, like, ah, oh, it's too bad. I feel bad. I'm yeah. not going to do anything. So that's one side of it where like I don't have con- I don't have a direct control over this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time you you're not powerless. Well, and so what's really interesting too along that exact same note is you know, one illness that I I have and a lot of people and the problem with this particular illness it has a very scientific name but it's also known as chronic fatigue syndrome is that it's not well understood by a mm-hmm. lot of people. Right. So Illnesses like this, which can be extremely debilitating for some people, everyone automatically thinks that they're using it as an excuse. Like, you're just lazy. You're just tired. So first, the first battle isn't even with yourself. It's with just being aware that Mm -hmm. society doesn't have enough information yet to not peg you as using it as an excuse. Exactly. It a lot like in order to get to the crux of it, you have to be very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Because when you're at a point where you're like, okay, this is the illness. This is what it inhibits me from doing. However, if I don't do anything to manage that, am I not doing anything that I could to alleviate some of the symptoms because it allows me to now not have to do A, B, and C? Does that okay. make sense? There's a lot of double negatives. There's oh, like shoot. quadruple negatives. Okay, hold on. No, Let's but I mean, I understand the problem is I totally understand. I don't think anybody listening like does. <laughs> Because so, we've known each other for so long, and it, I mean, it's just. Can you clarify what so, I said? So, I don't know. <laughs> I get that. I think just 
I don't. Um, let me see. Let me see if this makes more yeah. sense. You have to understand the difference mm-hmm. between the actual limitations that right. the illness provides. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you also have to realize what is within your own power, right. what you can do. Yeah. And the question you need to ask yourself is, am I not doing those things that I can do to alleviate some of the symptoms? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Because I, this gives me the buffer that I need to use it, to use my illness as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Did you, I'm curious, did you write a list of things that you like you're capable of doing? Interesting. I don't think I've actually ever written it down. Okay. Cause that's what, that's, that's what I did. I huh. literally have done this. I literally said, here's a list of things that I'm going to do when I'm feeling depressed. Interesting. This is what I, this is what I can do. I have a list of everything that I can, that I do to avoid relapses. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's mostly that mental. It's more yeah. like habits. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, okay, this happens. Okay. I just know to do this because mm-hmm. it's been so long. <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah. not, it's not my first rodeo. Um, so, but yeah, it's, I, it's hilarious that you mentioned that. Yeah. I literally, I did this, I don't know, like a year or two ago. Um, and it, and it's, and it's changed, but I basically, I, I, I got a notebook that I was using at the time. And in the front page, I said, these are things that I need to do. Hmm. And these are things that I can do when I'm not feeling well. And it's simple things like um, find a guest for the next podcast or write a blog post or edit a video or like or like just things that don't require a whole lot of thinking. There's it's mostly just like or like doing um, what I'll do. And especially when I had I have a different setup now. But what I would do, especially when I really wasn't feeling well, is I'd say, okay, now it's time to prospect. And I'd set up like something like a live stream on one screen and I'd do just do data entry on the other. And that was my way of doing something when I wasn't feeling well. It wasn't 100% effective. (laughs) Of course not. But it's at least it's better than just sitting in bed or just staring at a screen blankly or just like doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You're doing, you're trying to take some kind of positive action. And for me, it's kind of like seeing like, what can I do? Like, I think I can do this now because I'm feeling great right now. Right, right. <laughs> but what I'm not, I don't know. And so that's, I think it's, you you need to see like, where am I when I'm at my worst? I need to try to do something. Oh, I can't do that. I can't like, because sometimes physically you're not able to like exercise or something. Right. Whereas with someone with maybe more of a mental problem could do something like that because they're not physically restrained. Right. You know? And I think to... On that point, now you have me thinking about this. Mm-hmm. For me, at least, when, because, oh man, that's an int- such a deep topic. Um, and we have time. We're only eleven minutes in. <laughs> so with it, with chronic illness of the kind that I deal with, right? The best way that I've found that I can explain it, or it can be explained, is yes, the pain is in your head. Everything is real. <laughs> it, it, this is what I mean. There's so much right. science behind it. Yeah, like the exactly. pain receptors are responding a certain exactly. way, right? Therefore, everything you're experiencing is real. You're Neurons not making it yes. up. But yes, it's in your head because that's where the problem's starting exactly. from. Exactly. So in that case, what you need is habits. Mm-hmm. So that when you feel ill yep. and you are ill, yes, exactly. there's something you can do, not because you're like, I can do this, but you're because you just do this and you know how, that you are capable of doing it when you actually feel horrible. Mm-hmm. So those are the kinds of things that I'm thinking about because okay. I, I, I know that there are times where it's like, what can I do today? I can lay in bed 
and that's about it. But yeah. that's not about it. You can run a list. You could run a gratitude list. Yeah. Right. You can call someone. Mm-hmm. You might have a really horrible, like not great conversation, <laughs> but you like you can stop and think, and at least that gives you a, a yeah. semblance of right. control. Personally, on my end, it's more of like what are the things that you can do to manage it so that. The, the, the dips or the flare-ups are not as bad as they exactly. could be. Exactly. And because the problem is, it's not like you can just, it's, it's not like you can just do something like, oh, just get it fixed. It's like, it doesn't work like that. Exactly. <laughs> Either nobody knows how to fix it. Yep. Or to fix it, it's like, it, I don't even know if it will work. Like, if there's a chance it might not work. There's a chance that it might. There's a, it'll take like a year to like even start to really make progress. Exactly. Like, it's not that simple. And that's why it's important to not get caught up in that aspect of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's important to get caught up in the moment. Yeah. And say, okay, what is best right now? Do I need a rest? Because sometimes it'll be the middle of the day. I'm just like, I will get nothing productive done unless i take a nap right now yeah and all of a sudden yeah you might say oh you wasted two hours of the day no no we will actually be productive the rest of the day and the only way you're able to do that is to stop comparing right exactly you know oh no i don't yeah i don't i learned I'm, very early on especially i think this is a good lesson when i first started watching gary v when mm-hmm. you first started showing me him i the first thing the big impact he actually had on me and the reason why I don't really watch him anymore because it doesn't really it's not applicable is I realized what hard work actually looks like ah because I thought that if I'm running my own business and I'm working like a nine hour day and forcing myself to do that and like being you know being reasonably productive during that time I thought I'm working I'm working hard at becoming you know my my dreams yeah and then I saw him take it like I think I I think one of the first videos I saw he did like a twenty hour day or something like that. I'm just like oh <laughs> oh oh because I just didn't I had no frame of reference right. And I realized that oh, okay this is what I can like because I realized like okay I can do better. Mm. I can't do that right. There's I will ne- I I don't think I'll ever be able to to have his schedule. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because I don't want to be Gary I want to be my own person. Right. With my Because I have such different dreams and ambitions. But I realized then that I was getting caught up in comparing myself to him. And all of a sudden comparing myself to other people who were actually imitating him and actually doing those 18-hour days. And all of a sudden I was like, I'm and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, am I not like a real entrepreneur? Should I, am I does this mean that I should just you know get a job and like have a normal life? And that was like not good. <laughs> well, it was good that it forced you to actually right, exactly. question it and realize, like, okay, let me define this for myself. Exactly. I went through the exact same process with really? Gary V. Really? The exact same process. Well, I don't think we ever really discussed this. No, I don't this think is, so. This is funny. Um, because there was one question someone asked, like, what if I'm physically incapable of yeah. you know, committing to that? And he's like, right. then you can still be successful. You just won't be as successful. Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> like, what do you want? And it's what about else being can I do okay with that? that. Yeah. Because a lot of people they don't like that. They're like, no, I should be, I should be as successful as you with mm-hmm. like, less. Or like, no, you won't be. Yeah. You're not going to make that much money. You're and not going to have try, that amount of fame. And if you try, you're, you, you're, you're going to burn out. Exactly. And so you just need to be okay with that. You're, you're 100%. This is something I learned. Well, with mental health, this is something I, I learned a long time ago was that my 100% is completely different from everyone else's 100%. Yep. And for you, to give 100% of yourself. Um, it's kind of like the theory of infinity. I recently learned this, 
Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about it, and you know, I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm not understanding <laughs> anything. But what he said really piqued my interest is that like there's different infinity can be bigger than other infinities, and I was like, what? <laughs> wait, I was like, because you know, I'm a huge master, and I'm like, but no, wait, what? Wait, but no, wait, what? <laughs> and like, I didn't, I didn't understand. I, I'm not deep, that deep into physics, of right. course. Not. I'm not an astrophysicist, but. What that reminded me of like the hundred percent. Like you can have a hundred percent and that hundred percent can get bigger. It just matters, it's a matter of improving. Like, yes. You know, if you have a, if you're dealing with serious depression or serious chronic illness, then your hundred percent is tiny. Like, but it's still a hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you should be comparing you shouldn't be comparing about your capability to someone else's capability. Mm-hmm. You should be comparing your output and what you're doing versus your capability. Exactly. And then striving to improve that capability over time. I don't think I've ever phrased it in no, that way. No, that's spectacular. Right? It's so accurate. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm on a roll today. <laughs> that, but that's so true. You know, and that ties back to excuses. Yep. The way that excuses fit into whether or not you deal with whatever you deal with. And a perfect example of that is, you know, people who... Are, are the para athletes? Para, oh, what is the right term for that? Paraplegic athletes. Yeah, athletes. Yeah, who could you know? They recognize their limitations exactly, and work with in correlation with that. Mm-hmm. And where excuses come in is at what point? And this is hard. It's not an easy no, thing to figure of out. Not. Is at what point am I allowing this to become mm-hmm. an excuse or? How does it grant me excuses that I can use to okay. convince myself otherwise? So how do you, when you're doing something, let's say let's say you're having a bad day, right? Yeah. At what point, how do you know whether you're just making an excuse or not? So I, to be completely honest with you, I hope almost you will be. run in the, I almost have the opposite problem. Okay, um, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I very rarely not do something because I'm not feeling well. Okay. Unless I'm being very self-aware. Right. Um, my my problem, which I think is just as big of a problem, is being not not recognizing that I have limitations due to this and being like, no, I'm capable <laughs> of doing all of this stuff and then completely collapsing. Um, yeah. However, on when I'm when I'm having really bad days mm-hmm. and what I'm always con- consistently aware of is, is saying, okay, well, if I did this for 15 minutes... Can I do this for 15 exactly. minutes? Exactly. And if the yes. answer is absolutely not, I know because it's me. I'm like, okay, no, I just need to leave. But if I'm like, oh, no, I could do it in 15 minutes. I just wouldn't feel good. I'm like, okay, well, then I'm just going to do it for 15 minutes. So it's, it's kind of like a timetable mm-hmm. thing in my yep. mind. And that's how – and then I prioritize accordingly. Yep. I'm like, okay, well, if I have only 20 minutes of, like, real t- work time, what can mm-hmm. I do that I can complete something in yep. so that I can be in bed and be like, okay, well, I'm in bed all day, but I did this one thing. That's So you're naming something that's actually a strategy. Really? Yeah, so you do this all the time. And I love it how, like, you you reinvent the wheel with everything <gasps> where you could have just learned it. And, and I mean, I'm guilty of the same thing. I like yeah. learning things on my own. But I forget who it is. And I wish I could. I have no context at all okay. for where this came from. Maybe if someone's listening can inform me. Um, I really, I really don't know. Uh, what I saw was that you convince yourself to... to do something, whether it's studying, like you don't want to study, right? Whatever it is, say, I'm only going to do this for 20 minutes. You, and then you make that command, you're like, okay, cool, I'm just going to do this for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, well, now I'm actually kind of into it. 
I'm going to keep on doing it. Yeah. I did this for editing my videos mm. way back when, when I was, you know, I was doing a lot more actual like videos. I, I just didn't, it was, I was doing so much editing that it became a chore. It didn't become a creative outlet anymore. Right. It became something I had to do. I was forced to do it. I think I was like, I was editing, I was editing at least every day if not multiple times a day, multiple videos, because I was doing it for multiple channels. I was, you mm -hmm. know, doing way too much in that regard. I did, <laughs> I did a veto every single day for a, the I summer. I remember, yeah. That was a mistake. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I, anyway, that's another topic. <laughs> but that's what I told myself is I, I learned that. I was like, huh. And so I said, I'm just going to edit videos for a day. And then I applied it to doing sales. Like, I'm going to prospect, I'm going to find leads for 20 minutes. And then I'd get into it and I'm like, well, I'm gonna roll now, I'm not gonna stop. Right. And it was weird how helpful that was. Yeah. And how it built up a habit I still have where I don't even think, I haven't thought about that in the years. I haven't thought about, I'm gonna do this for 20 minutes. Yeah. But now it's just a habit, I'm just gonna like, oh, I'll just start it. And it's weird, I, I, haven't, I haven't actually thought about that and I'm thinking back to like my last like weeks and I'm like, whoa, I've been doing this. It like this, becomes a habit. And I didn't even notice. Yeah. And honestly, that's a huge, like, self-esteem boost. <laughs> it should be. I think I of you when I think of that, too, where it's just, like, just doing something. Yeah. Like, the, the, that ability just to, like, do something because it needs to get done. Wow. Wow. Um, I feel really good about myself. <laughs> like, I, like, genuinely, like, I just do. Like, wow. Hey, that's, that's cool. Hey, thank you. There you go. Right. Uh, I've, I've used it primarily for getting through stuff. You know, when yeah. I, when you're not feeling well, you're like, okay, we'll just get through the next five minutes. Right. Okay, we'll just get through the next five minutes. And mm -hmm. I'm that kind of person. I'm just, time management is my thing. Yep. So I like to break everything down. Okay, if I have to do this for three hours, and exactly. then I have to try doing that for, you know, six half hours. That's And you break it down and you kind of turn it into a game. And then I just do that mm -hmm. for work. And you, you, it's it's one of those, do it over time. You do it over time and then you can figure out the system. Exactly, yeah. True, and you, you just know, get you. You can just get in the. I don't know. Yeah. You just start doing it. I'm. I'm not. Not in the role. You get just get in the habit of doing it. Exactly. You just, get, you just get used to it. And all of a sudden, you don't even notice. Exactly. You know something interesting though, in regards to like your idea of like time management and tasks and all that stuff. Whenever I have a lot to do in a day, I'm like, oh, just so much to do. And then I'm like actually thinking about like what should I do first? The first like what I think of, what I go to is you being like, write it down, put it on paper, put bullet points, like that, I just go to that. Yes. And I'm like, you're right. And so I'll be like, three tasks. Okay, cool, I'm doing that. Yeah, <laughs> and it, I mean, it's not, and again, like it's not 100% effective. I'm not gonna pretend to be the perfect model entrepreneur. Right. But it's, it is really effective. Like, oh, yeah, I hear people's voice. <laughs> In a, non, in a non, in a non, in like a non, like don't be worried about me way. <laughs> <laughs> remember, if you remember when we saw Gary V in uh, in concert, like I say, yeah, I said like, I have dreams where you tell me what to do. That's right, Man, I, and I then I sent him so an email, helpful. and I'm upset. I, I wish, I wish, I wish that said worked because I said that, and and just totally, like, I wasn't part of a plan or anything. I was yeah. like. I, I have dreams, like, as I was leaving, everyone was applauding after the answer. I was like, by the way, I had a dream last night where I was going to, I had a question to ask you, and you answered my question in the dream. And he got a kick out of that. He's, and then I sent him an email, follow up, I said, hey, I'm the guy who asked you, who, who told you that I had dreams about you. Yeah. And I never got a response. I was trying, I forget what ah. the body, I forget what the body said. Um... But yeah, I didn't get a response, which is I was like, oh well, I tried. Hey, that's you gotta you gotta try. A for at least. effort. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I use that same thing as um for when I have to exercise. Because really? it's so that's like the big that's the easiest. Oh, like someone's voice in your head? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's the easiest area to drop when you yeah. go. I mean, it's easy for everyone to drop, but it's so vital if you have a like a any chronic illness is right, so exactly. important. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I have different oh, people that, that kind of filter drugs, through. Endorphins. You got any? Especially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, yes. all natural drugs. Your body makes them. You just got to use them. It's. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here as you're saying that. I'm just laughing mm-hmm. because, like, your motivation to work out is like, okay, what people, like, you know, talking to me. My motivation to work out is like, how do people see me? Oh, wow. I want to look better. <laughs> Luke is just vain. <laughs> but it works. I'm like, hey, it hey, works. Hey, if it works, it works. It works. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just sitting here all blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get up and like, do stuff, be look strong. Like, it works. Like, if it gets oh. to a healthy place, I'll be like, okay, I'm like focused so much on my body right now. It's not healthy. But so far, I hasn't got there. Yeah. We'll worry about it when, when it, it does. When it does. We'll chronicle it. it. <laughs> right? Hey, I'll make a great video. Seriously, that would be funny. That would be so funny. So I want to kind of piggyback off of this, though. Yeah. And talk about we've we've kind of touched on this, but I want to dive a little bit deeper. Yeah. Into what are your priorities during a difficult time? Like maybe not your worst times, right. but you know one of those hard like because that you and I naturally go through. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, because a lot of people suffer with a lot of different mm-hmm. issues. What is your first, what are your priorities? What do you make sure gets done? Or it happens or whatever. Okay. Okay, so it may, I'll just, I'll just go through this yeah. and then maybe explain yep. it. So it's kind of a buzzword right now, but priority number one is self-care. And yep. I don't mean that in like I take a spa day, but... <laughs> If I'm not at work and I have stuff to do and I need to get some stuff done, sometimes I start with a bath. Yep. You know, an Epsom salt bath. You oh, put yeah. everything in there just to cut you. And then when when I'm there, there's a few like mental exercises I work through because the most important thing is to get into a place mentally that you can take on whatever I need to do mm-hmm. without worrying about the physical aspect because it's going to hurt. Pretty much you're going to be in pain for the next however right. period of time. Exactly. Okay. So the, First priority, if I can't take a bath, just run through a few exercises. And then it's mm-hmm. pretty basic. I look at a piece of paper. I say, out of everything I have to do today, what is important? Yep. There's what's important and what's urgent. Yep. Start with what's important. Have you used, sorry, I just want to interject. Do you use that like square method where you have a cross section of importancy and urgency? No, but I probably should. Okay. Well, well maybe I'll talk about it, but I want to go get through this first. Okay. Maybe it's for a future podcast episode, but. Yeah. No, it's pretty much that basic. Okay. I look at it and I say, okay, what's going to cause me a lot of anxiety if I don't get it done right now? And mm-hmm. then also, what is something that I can set myself up for tomorrow to continue, like, continue moving forward? Okay. I start there. Okay. There's a lot of things that people may think are important that I automatically cut out of my yep. schedule. Grocery yep. shopping, one of them. Yep. <laughs> not the greatest thing, but food in general, yeah. not on the top of well, my especially list. Well, especially with you, I mean, for, I have like, like for me, obviously, that wouldn't be like I... Practical. That would be actually bad for me. Or I, detrimental. Yeah, That's that why would, it's so personal. Exactly. Yeah. If I have so a lot we're not, of So we're not problem, doctors giving advice no, here. No, <laughs> please don't. I, yeah. Just trying to show you kind of like the goal. I mean, the why I want to go through this is because 
everyone has their own problems and yes. it can be very isolating when you do because mm. you feel like oh i'm the only one even if you know like even though i know and you know that there are a lot of other people that deal with the same things we do it still feels very isolating because you don't you're you, so you most of the time you can't like see them they're not there which, you yeah. know it but you can't you don't it's hard to feel it right which is exactly why for me i have to do something that kind of refocuses my mindset even mm -hmm. if it's temporarily don't exactly. get me wrong it's not like i do this three minute meditation and i'm like <laughs> zen and peace and i can do all things no it's more of like and... <laughs> okay i now can breathe properly and i can like go ahead and do whatever right. um that's kind of how i handle priorities okay. cool it's yeah i built from there i built from there. okay how about you yeah. so i for me um the first thing i do is i ignore my alarm interesting the first thing so if i go to bed let's say let's say i go to bed and i'm like oh i know tomorrow's not gonna be good if i don't have anything in the morning i turn off my alarm and i let myself naturally wake up because i know the first thing the ones the, the what has the most impact on my life is the amount of sleep i get yeah. and it's and, and i wish like yeah. and it's and i hate that because there are people that are like, oh, wow, you slept for 10 hours. Oh, my gosh, you're so lazy. I'm like, no, like, my, I just need that. I, like, I, if I get, and obviously 10, 10 is a lot, but my Not goal. Not even. If you're really, if your brain needs that much time. Yeah, though, but usually, so my my rule is nine. Like, okay. that's that's my perfect amount. Right? Okay. Um, like, today, I think I got oh, less than that. <laughs> I think maybe, I think I got like seven today. I can look at my time tracker, yeah. but um, I, that's the first thing I do. Mm -hmm. um, the next thing I do is I look to see what is urgent. So this is where it goes to, and this is another thing that I just kind of do naturally. I don't think I ever purposely built the habit. I just kind of had to do this. I was forced into this. Yeah. Um, like forever, right? So there's this there's this diagram. I don't know if you've seen it. I'll put it in the show notes, but it is a diagram and it has four squares, kind of mm -hmm. like the genetic thing yeah on one line is importance and the other is urgency so like the aa let's like say aa is the most urgent and the most important got it a b is less urgent but important and then b a is i is, see what is, you mean see? and then so b b is not urgent and not important and so, it gets dropped. so exactly so the first thing i do is the urgent side yeah so this is urgent and important case in point client stuff that's the first thing, because I know I have to do this. To survive. Exactly. Yeah. And so I have to do client stuff. That's it. Like, mm -hmm. right? So that is the urgent and important stuff in my life. Then it goes down to, because I know this, because I had to, I had to like, I literally wrote this down and say, what's, well, what's next? And it's, it's sales, because I wanted to continue to make money. Yeah. So that's, that is the next. That's like the most important. So I actually itemized the list. I was like, these are the most important things in my life. And then I broke down sales into like prospecting and, you know, stuff. And the next is, okay, is my marketing side, my branding side, right? The individual tasks that I have, that I have in Asana. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of go through there. It's like, okay, what's, and then I, I kind of go through urgent, but I'm more focused on importance when it comes to actual tasks. Because most of them I can reassign. Right. Like most of them, they're arbitrary deadlines that I set. Yeah. Sometimes I need those arbitrary deadlines, um, but most of the time I don't. And if you look through my Asana, there's some old ones I need to update because they're just not important enough yeah. to do urgently. Um, there's like an editing. I have to edit like my, the book I'm reading. I'm like, 
that is such a long, like, I'm not going to just do that task. Right. So I try to focus on actual items that I can do, get done immediately, and I prioritize my, I guess, health, I guess is a way to say it, my mood, however you want it, it's like my mm-hmm. mental state. Yeah. So I'll be like, okay, here's what I'm getting done today. I need to make sure that I exercise at least once, if preferably multiple times, like short exercises. I need to make sure that I'm getting good food that I'm not, because it's very easy to fall into, like, oh, I'm just going to, like, microwave a pizza or something. Right. And that's, yeah. And that's, and that's not, and that's dangerous. Um, and so that is, that's kind of where my priority goes. Okay. Most urgent, most important. I already know client stuff. Yeah. And then I, and then I go from there. So. So you're, you're starting from, like the very beginning exactly i see i see what you mean yeah see so yeah yeah, so that's i mean and that's what works for me because it's so easy because i mean client i mean client work isn't necessarily like the most fun thing like i'd much rather be like doing some graphic design on a new idea for a one sheet that i have like that stuff is fun yeah and so and then also that's what i'll do is i will I'll, i'll i'll do my best to leave the fun stuff for last Oh, when I wake up in the morning, I've been, I've been, I've been seeing if this actually is effective or not. I haven't, I haven't yet made a decision, but I've been trying to wake up early in the morning, like four thirty is my goal, and that be consistent. I was doing that for a while, and then everything just like kind of fell. Yeah, because, it typically comes in because goes. yeah, also because like you have one late night, and then everything is ruined, yeah. right? And it's for it takes forever to readjust. So, I. My goal is to do one thing immediately in the first hour. I wake up, I get accomplish something in the first hour. I get it done, and mm. then I go about my day. I get ready, you know, whatever. I'll eat, and that way I can eat, relax, maybe watch some YouTube while I eat. And then by that time, I don't feel bad about relaxing because I already accomplished something. I see. So, cause, because otherwise... What happens, and I noticed for them for my mood, that's why I'm going in depth, because for those of you who deal with depression, anxiety, you know, all these different uh, mental health issues, I've, what I've noticed is that if I wake up and immediately go into, like, my morning routine, you know, getting ready, showering, eating, you know, because then I'll eat and I'll sit back and maybe watch some YouTube or some live streams. All of a sudden, I feel kind of bad because I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting here lazy. Uh, and then that just leads to me procrastinating more and distracting yeah. myself more. And because I, then I feel worse about myself. So... That's kind of in a, you know, in a long, like, that's not, I know it's not very structured. <laughs> no, but, but I think it does make sense. It paints the picture well. Okay, I think good. what I struggle with when, like, talking about this subject is that my life in the, <laughs> yeah in its completion is kind of a system for me. Okay. So when I talk about, like, okay, what do you, what are your priorities during a hard time? I'm talking about a very focused window without actually going into the setup of everything that I do to prep myself. Right. Like we're talking about like routines and habits yeah. and how you just need to write a book or something. Honestly, <laughs> I, I could throw out a bunch of like habits that I do that set myself up for success so that I can accomplish stuff mm-hmm. when I have a hard time. But that's kind of where like the difficulty lies. Like, do you want me to go yeah. through a full well, 24 I think, hours? I think, like, yeah, I think we should, I think we can definitely leave some more for mm-hmm. the next podcast episode because I want to wrap things up. Yes. Um, with, um, the final kind of aspect of this. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and that is distractions. Ah. So here, I want to set this up. Yes. So I, I was, I've been, it's been on my mind to do something creative, like, especially a show. Like I want to, I want to. Not necessarily like a, a like a show show, but I want to like make and produce and create a show like mm-hmm. that I'm something that's good. And I had a lot of different ideas. I mean, we tried something, yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. Um. And sometimes you just gotta do that. You gotta do. You gotta do it, and then be like, oh no, this is. It <laughs> needs major work. <laughs> this is not what I. Had I tried. Yeah. Um. I have something else that I. 
I still don't know if I'm going, but well, I mean, it will be posted or will not be posted by the time this episode is out. So either it did happen or it didn't. Got it. And it depends on how heavily I can edit it because it will take some more editing and it's like a 30 minute long thing. So we'll see. And so I was thinking and then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. One thing that I need to tap into, if I want to have something successful, like a piece, a creative piece that's successful, it needs to tap into the idea of a distraction, of the distraction culture. How we, oh, that's kind of the new drug. If you look at, and in fact, I think I can show you really quick, just to get you, to let you see. If I go to my, um, my, my Chrome, um, that's purely for my distractions. Yeah. I have Twitch, right, which is live streaming. I have YouTube, and I have YouTube Premium, so I have access to all of the shows Everything. and no ads. I have Amazon um, Prime, so Amazon Watch, yeah. uh, Amazon Video. I have Dropout, which is College Humor's um, subscription okay. TV. I have Hulu, and I have Netflix. Wow. And I realized that, and, it, and of course, I use each one for different things. Like, right. there's certain shows on Hulu, like yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is on Hulu. So, of course, and, and I also, I piggyback off of so my... <laughs> I, I share it with my siblings. I, you know, share it with my parents. So I'm not paying for all of this. Right. Um, at least not, I, I split a lot of it. Like I split YouTube premium. And so um, I'm going to get distracted if I watch this. I know I'm it. getting distracted. And I don't even watch. It's called Sea of Thieves. Ah. It's a really cool game. It's basically replacing Fortnite right now. Interesting. So yeah. So everyone's because everyone's sick of Fortnite. So they're playing Sea of Thieves. Interesting. All right. I, I, I hate how much I know about this. <laughs> It me and I know a lot about this. Like I could go, I could have a probably a three hour podcast easily just talking about Twitch. Easily, not I would I wouldn't even break. Part of me is just really curious to see what that would turn out. Well, like. I mean, we've talked a little bit about it, but I can. I mean, yes, but I don't think the problem is setting. I don't think anybody really wants to hear me talk about <laughs> gaming and Twitch. I'm not exactly the poster boy for gaming. Like, I can I can play Call of Duty. <laughs> That's as good as I get. So, and anyway, so I I want I I realize this. I'm like, I have so many opportunities for distraction, and I realize how just seeing people. And how distraction is taking over our lives mm -hmm. on how that's that's the way we numb our pain. It's a new drug. And there's so much of it. No? I don't think it's new. I just think it's Well, not, no, sorry, not a new job. Sorry, not a, I meant new as in like, like with social media. Social media isn't new, but it's a new form. It's, it's a more new format. Exactly. It, yes. I mean, I just, I just read you. I think I have more too. Do I have more? Do I have, oh, I also have Plex, which is um, our file hosting. For some some things we have, I have um, Patreon, which I kind of I I, I I I donate a little bit to some creators, so I have stuff on there too. So I have about eight different, just there, and that's just for video. I have eight different sources of video, and I'm like, and obviously I don't I don't watch a lot, especially right. since I got my one screen. I can't, mm -hmm. which is good for me. Yeah, because I can't. It's harder for me to distract myself now. It's very. It's much easier for me to work. And this is a long roundabout way of saying that I wanted to tap into the distraction culture, but do something good with it. Mm. Because what I found out. And I'm gonna let you talk. I, I realize no, I'm, I realize I'm, I'm talking a lot, and I realize I do talk a lot. But I'm setting this up. <laughs> this is a long setup. That 
when you watch it, say I sit down and I'm just sitting here, I'm like, I don't want to do something. Oh, I have all of this right here. I can just click on and I have I have an unlimited amount of options for me to distract myself. Yes. To the point where it's literally a meme that you're just like scrolling through Netflix and then you can't find anything to watch. So you just watch like the show you've watched a million times over again. And so I was like, you don't feel good after that though. Mm-hmm. You don't feel good about... I mean, I know I don't. I'm like, I could be doing something good right now, but I'm just sitting here watching this. And many times that's the motivation I need because I'm like, I feel so bad about myself. I can't... Like, I need to stop. Yeah. I stop like mid... And that mid-movie, like mid... Whatever it is. And so... I realize like that I'm going in a completely different direction than I originally wanted to. This is what happens at the end of the podcast. We just... (laughs) We spiral. It's so okay. I, I basically I wanted to create something that made you feel good about being distracted. It was a positive distraction. Mm. And so I it was difficult for me, though. Yeah, I don't think it's an easy. I don't think I think that's a very lofty goal. Right. Yeah. And I want and maybe we can discuss some ideas afterwards because mm-hmm. I, tr- I think I do have some things. And I'm very curious because um, what I, the, the way, the reason distractions work so well is because it provides immediate gratification. Exactly. Right? So now you're saying, how can I create something that provides that, that same response, mm-hmm. but still be good long term? Right. And, I, and that's not even counting Reddit and Twitter on my, on my phone, yeah. which are my, the primary things I use on my phone. And my Google News Feed. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, I don't really use Facebook or Instagram. So I... I'm assuming you were going to ask me. So I don't know what not. I was going to ask you. I just kind of wanted your thoughts on kind of like this this distraction culture in general. And mm-hmm. maybe the good parts of it, maybe the parts of that you want to avoid. So I think but for both of us having a marketing background, being mm-hmm. in marketing, where we're sure, yeah. very aware of the other side. And it always cracks me up when I remind myself that not no, it doesn't crack me up but i i do find the irony in that most people aren't aware of exactly yeah. the other angle um the other side of all everything that they're seeing yeah. and why they're seeing it personally when it comes to distractions they're necessary right you know we need a I break think, i don't from think they're evil. whatever no, no, no. Yeah, no. they're doing right i think that you can have constructive once mm-hmm. So in my personal case, what I like to do if I'm on, if I, ha- if I have my laptop open okay. and I'm on my, because for me, my source of like time swallowing black <laughs> hole is Pinterest. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't go on Pinterest for that exact yeah. reason. And I have great excuses for it. Oh, I'm yeah. planning my sister's wedding. <laughs> We're getting into the design portion. I need to look into things. You're learning Pinterest so you can effectively use it in marketing. It's, it's, that's so, a, it's so easy. That's to... a bad part about being in marketing is yeah. you're on social media. You're like, oh, oh, I need to watch more YouTube videos because I need to, you know, understand the culture of YouTube. Exactly. You can get wrapped up into it pretty <laughs> right. quickly. But if I am working on something and I'm like, okay, I just can't focus on this right now. I have a few YouTubers and they're I'm, I'm boring. I'm a boring person. They're pretty much, I have like Mel Robbins is my current go-to. Oh, is she the lady who wrote, who yes. did the book we listened to? Yeah. Okay. She has great videos. Some of them are three really? minutes long. A lot of them are like 
okay, so what are you doing with your life, right? It's all kind of mm-hmm. centered on personal growth okay. of some kind. I'm like, okay, if that doesn't work and I'm like, no, I actually need a break, mm-hmm. I schedule and I'm like, okay, cool. If I continue doing this for whatever, whatever, I can watch this show and I pick a show that has a 20 minute long episode. Yeah, nice. You know, and then I interchange that exactly. into my schedule. Yep. Um, and I think that that's kind of, because then at the end of the day when you can lay in bed and be like, okay, cool, I did ha- I was distracted, but I feel really productive because I was really productive and it didn't just swallow me up. Mm-hmm. This is great. And it all comes down to, to, to discipline. Yeah. There's no one way to be able to say, okay, I am now only going to be distracted for 20 minutes. Right. True. You have to implement that yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there are days where it's just like, okay, no, I'm, I'm. Exactly. And that's why know. I say, yeah, like distraction, being distracted, like watching, let's say like watching, I don't think that's bad. Like I just no. wanted to clarify, but I. But that bad feeling, like the feeling I was talking about, like feeling bad about yourself, is when you know you should be doing something else and you can, but you choose not, not to. to. Yeah. I think a great, like, positive distraction is f- there's some that, you know, if you're in marketing or in entrepreneur, the in mm-hmm. entrepreneurial industry, Behind the Brand is a YouTube channel. Oh, really? It's an interview channel. So he just interviews all of these people who have created really big companies. And the reason I like this, and some of them can be quite long, but the reason I like this is because hmm. there's nothing more motivating, especially when you're just trying to waste time, right. than watching someone who is successful in some area that's similar to what you want to do, talking about how they're successful. Yeah. And you're like, okay, back to work. I pers- I also huh. like have articles that I'll reread that pretty much just get okay. me back in gear. Right. And they're like, you know, you could be distracting yourself by reading this, or you could stop and write. And you're like, okay, I just needed that, like, that personal reminder. This is really, I'm looking at the... You, you haven't seen this one before? No. I really like oh, it. Oh, I have Casey Neistat on here, Simon Sinek. Wow. Yeah. So it's, they're, like, some pretty big-name people. Seth Godin, yeah. This is really interesting. Yeah. And, and I I should have all the links that everything we've talked about in the show notes. Um, I'll go into my spiel at the end, but just to mention it, you know, now. Yeah. Sometimes I miss things, um, but for the most part, I should be able to get, you know, if we talked about something, it should be in the show notes at lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast. So, is, is, is that your thoughts uh, on distractions? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. So, I mean, we've we've gone the 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, this is, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> These are always fun. Yeah, they are. And, and I was really excited uh, when you mentioned the war on art. That, that It's just a excuses are an interesting topic for mm-hmm. me that I'm constantly thinking about. Am I making an excuse or am I just depressed? <laughs> a, a, me- a memoir by Luke Maxwell. I love it. And then on the flip side, like you, you're the, the back cover isn't a back cover. It's, it's your, it's you. It's and like am I, books. yeah. And yeah. then it, like the, like the book by Jason Everett. Yeah. Should I, I push myself or am I just not self-aware? <laughs> I love it. Do you have anything uh, to promote or anything? I do not. Not not at the current moment. Not the current moment, but I've maybe next stuff time. I've that, that I'm working okay, on. Okay, hopefully yeah. next time you'll have something to promote. So okay. um, just go to the show notes. You can you can support Clara by going and visiting the things that she has talked about, getting oh, the book. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I like it. See? I can always put a twist on everything. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. Like I said, you can find show notes and more. All the links we talked about at lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast. You can also find my exclusive course, which is 80% off for right now. Get in while you can. I have my ebook. I have my free business 
personal branding business plan for you there. A lot of different resources for you. I have some great interviews coming up. Um, hopefully, I have one every single Saturday um, in this month of February. So be aware of that. Plus, all the different shows and ideas I'm thinking of that might happen because we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, Clara, for being on here. Thank you for do having what, me. Do what you love. And remember to always stay on the positive side of things.